Welcome back to Two Sisters and a TV, the classic TV podcast that celebrates and remembers all things and everything classic TV. As promised, we are going to talk about Donnie and Marie today. They're a very famous variety show which ran from 1976 to 1979 on ABC. Now, Donnie and Marie, one of my all-time favorites as a kid. I was obsessed with that show, loved watching it on Friday nights, and watching it now, I must say, because there are complete episodes on YouTube, and the entire series is available on DVD as well, I think. I know the first season is available, so I might have that wrong about the entire series, but there are episodes on YouTube, because I watched a couple uh, recently. I watched the very first episode, the pilot, and then I watched um, an episode from uh, the third season. But how did Donnie and Marie come into being in the first place? Let's go ahead and take a look into it. Now, Donnie and Marie, or the Osmond family, rather, were no stranger to television. The Osmond brothers had been performing on the Andy Williams show off and on regularly since 1962. They would come on there, the older Osmond brothers, they would come on there and they would perform. They were a little quartet, kind of like a barbershop quartet, and they would sing and they would do skits with Andy. And there was one time when Marie was on the show as well, and she was a little bitty thing, and she sat on Andy's lap. And then Donnie started to come on there as well. So they had been the public eye since the 60s. By the early 70s, the Osmond brothers had become pretty friendly competition for the Jackson 5. Their song, One Bad Apple, was a number one hit for them in 1971. And Donnie had begun to record solo uh, uh, records of his own with covers of Go Away Little Girl and Puppy Love. Meanwhile, Marie, who was the only female amongst the siblings, the only sister... She had a big hit in 1973 with her cover of Paper Roses. And then Donnie and Marie were also doing covers of uh, Deep Purple and other, you know, songs that they were doing as well. So they were pretty well known already amongst, you know, the public and within entertainment. But in 1975, they were co-hosting the Mike Douglas show because Mike Douglas was known for having a co-host or co-host on his show for a whole week. So Silverman saw Donnie Marie on his show for the entire week and he really liked what he saw and he thought that they had the potential to have a successful show of their own. So he pitched the idea to the Osmond family for Donnie Marie to have their own variety show and they became the youngest entertainers to host their own variety show in TV history at that time. The show made its debut on January the 23rd, 1976. The very first episode included appearances by Paul Lind, Farrah Fawcett, and Lee Majors, and Vincent Price. Now, at the end of the episode, with the latter part, because they always had the big finale where everybody would come together on stage, and they'd do a number together, and they'd sing and dance. Well, you have Farrah Fawcett and Lee Majors and Paul Lind and Donnie and Marie on the same stage together. Only in the 70s would you see something like that. There was a gentleman who reviewed Donnie Marie over on the Internet Movie Database. And one of the things that he said was that it was a product of its time. And I totally agree with that. Donnie Marie, total 1970s. 
I mean, they were sugary sweet. They were so nice. They had the perfect white teeth, always smiling. They were the perfect brother and sister. They were so wholesome and so innocent. And their brothers, like I said, were just, like I said, just as innocent as well. And that's why my grandfather would watch that show with me. He was the only one in my family who would actually sit down and watch it with me on Friday nights. Not all the time, but pretty regularly. And it's because he thought the show was really wholesome and it was, you know, clean and it was innocent. And it was about family. And so he liked to watch the show with me. Uh, but uh, definitely, if you watch an episode of Donnie and Marie, you might as well step, you're literally stepping into a time machine. And you're being transported back to the 70s because the show, everything about it, total 1970s. It really is. Now, the show became very popular. I mean, there were a lot of other variety shows still on TV at that time. I mean, the Carol Burnett show, the Jacksons had their summer variety show, the Brady's had a variety show for a while, Red Fox had one. Uh, Gladys Knight and the Pips had a summer show. Also, uh, from the Fifth Dimension, Billy Davis Jr. and Marilyn McCoo. And then, of course, you had Son, uh, Cher had her own show. And then Sonny and Cher came back and had an updated variety show. So variety shows were the thing in the mid-70s. I mean, there were so many on. And, of course, you'd had others in the past, like the original Sonny and Cher show and then the Flip Wilson show. So it was just a part of the decade to do variety shows. Well, Donnie Marie, definitely one of the most popular ones of the entire decade. And they had some amazing guests. I mean, some of the guests among their sh- on their show, I mean, they had, of course, you know, the current stars of the day. Like you saw Sydney Williams, Laverne and Shirley, Suzanne Summers, um, Cheryl Ladd. You saw the Welcome Back Cotter uh, kids. You saw the What's Happening boys. Um, you saw, um, you know, Farrah Fawcett, as I just said. Jimmy Walker, but you also saw guests like Bob Hope and Lucille Ball, George Burns. You saw Lauren Green and Jim Neighbors and Glenn Campbell, Barbara Eaton, Tina Turner, Don Knotts, Michael Landon. So they had some amazing guests and it was very varied. You know, you had legends like Lucille Ball, like George Burns and Bob Hope. And then, of course, you had, like I said, Casey and the Sunshine Band. And then you had um, other, like I said, big TV stars of the day. You had Esther Roll, you had Sherman Hemsley, Isabel Sanford. So it was very, very unique the fact that you had all of these people on Donnie and Marie. And of course, you had both Ruth Buzzy and Paul Lind, who were semi-regulars on the show. That's how I became familiar with both of them, was by Donnie and Marie. But um, the ratings, of course, not bad, because like I said, so many of us loved watching this show on Friday nights. It was definitely a deviation, some people claim, people have reviewed the show. It was a deviation from um, NBC's lineup, which had Sanford and Son and Chico and the Man. Now, at one point in the beginning, uh, I would watch Sanford and Son, and after it ended, I would turn to um, Donnie Marie. That's why I miss Chico and the Man. I didn't discover Chico and the Man until syndication because I would flip over to Donnie Marie. And then it got to the point when I just flipped over to Donnie Marie, you know, and, you know, and that was it. 
But uh, they always started off the show the same way. You'd have Donnie Marie and they would, you know, sing a song together. Or they would open up the show and they would dance and they would smile and they would introduce, you know, the guests for the night. And then they would have their um, ice skating routine. And that was really cool. I always thought it was really cool. And then, of course, you know, they, you know, had all the comedy skits and musical skits. And then, of course, probably the most popular part of the show uh, was the part uh, where Dottie Marie would, you know, sing, for example, you know, I'm a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock and roll. Marie would sing a few country songs. Donnie would sing some rock and roll songs. That was definitely one of the running um, themes within the show. That part, usually that part took place right smack dab in the middle of the episode. And then, of course, you had the big finale. Everyone's on stage and they're doing a big musical finale. And that concluded every episode. Of course, it would end with all these balloons falling from the ceiling. And then, of course, it would end, the show would end each episode with Donnie Marie singing the song, May Tomorrow Be a Perfect Day, which their uh, brother Alan wrote. Now, I, again, love Donnie Marie. It was created by Sid and Marty Croft, and they were, you know, perfect to create this show they were the perfect ones to create it and again I was a huge fan I mean my mom bought me a lunchbox a Donnie Marie lunchbox when I started kindergarten um she bought me the dolls for Christmas that same year I had a coloring book and I never missed an episode it was just fun to watch I mean like I said they were just so cute they were so perky, so innocent, so friendly. They were just perfect. Donnie and Marie, every hair was in place. And they were, you know, they were, you, you wanted them for your own family members or you wanted them to be, you know, friends of yours. They were very relatable. And that's why the show was so successful. One reason anyway, why the show was so successful because they were just so adorable I would do not adore two people who were so friendly and so sweet and who smiled so much. It was just hard not to like them. Now, I did find out years later that Marie really went through a hassle with the producers because, of course, Marie, beautiful girl, absolutely gorgeous girl. But the producers were always getting on her case about her weight. One actually called her fat. They were always telling her, you're not thin enough, you look fat on TV, you can't eat this, you can't eat that, you're going to have to watch your weight, blah, blah, blah. Fortunately, it never, it didn't cause her to end up developing an eating disorder, thankfully, but it did put a lot of unnecessary pressure on her to just be stick thin, which looking at her now, I don't know what they were complaining about. It was just ludicrous the way that they were just really coming down really hard on her to look a certain way. Now, I, again, loved Donnie and Marie, loved everything about the show. It was a 60-minute, hour-long show. I loved everything about it from start to finish, but I did have one complaint about the show, and that was their little brother, Jimmy. Jimmy Osmond... <laughs> Jimmy Osmond really annoyed me endlessly. He was so dramatic and over the top with his singing. He was always stretching his arms out all the time when he would sing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, here's Jimmy. And I'm like, oh no. That was my only complaint about the show. I didn't have anything against Jimmy as a person, but 
I just didn't care for his singing. I just, you know, he was just like, it's so over the top. A lot of people say that the show itself was over the top, including my sister. She's seen episodes and she likes the guest stars and she has nothing against Donnie Marie as individuals, but she thought the show was over the top. Well, that's how I, I, I saw Jimmy very over the top. And he was on there too much. In my, in my humble opinion, he's on there too much. You know, they were trying to use the show as a platform, you know, for him to, you know, launch him into the spotlight. And I would just, I was terribly annoyed by Jimmy Osmond. But other than that, the show was great. It was a treat to watch every Friday night. It was a great way to wrap up the week and head into the weekend. And I, I still enjoy watching it now. I saw an episode from November the 4th, 1977. And uh, the guests were Paul Lind. The What's Happening Guys, Ernest Thomas, Fred Berry, and Haywood Nelson, and Ken Berry. Now, Ken Berry, if you don't recognize that name, he was bent on Mama's Family, who's also an F Troop and Mayberry, Mayberry RFD. Great song and dance man, and he and Donnie did a really great song and dance routine on the episode. And, of course, you saw all of them, you know, in the last, um, you know, the finale together, and everyone singing and dancing, having a good time. And then you saw them um, on a... Uh, roller coaster together all of them and once again I was just like only in the 70s would you see something like this but uh I remember that when the third season came into being Marie cut her hair and a lot of people did not like that they were very upset and outraged that she cut her hair it was really cute I didn't really like it at the time looking back on it it was really adorable um, I liked her little page boy, and so I was kind of disappointed too when it got, you know, when she cut it. But I mean, I didn't flip out like a lot of other people did. You know, a lot of adults in particular really did not take it very well. And then when word got out that Donnie had a serious girlfriend, whom he later married and is still married to to this day, a lot of the female audience began to pretty much drift away from the show. So by the fourth season, the 1978 79 season, the ratings did begin to decline. Um, and those were Donnie and his uh, serious relationship had a lot to do with it. And then, uh, they changed the format of the show around quite a bit. I mean, for example, in the third season, the show was originally taped in Los Angeles, but they really were trying to get the Osmonds wanted creative control of the show. And they finally got that. And so they moved it to Utah, which I mean, that was no big deal, but by the final season, they had gotten away from the ice skating routine. Um, they were really doing a lot of more musical numbers, particularly disco numbers. Now, I have always loved disco. I still do. But that's kind of all they were doing was just singing disco songs, you know, covering the top, the top disco songs of the day. And that was like their primary focus. Um, was this funny? anymore they didn't do as many comedy sketches or skits they're mostly just singing and you're seeing the brothers more often too you know you're seeing them and they were doing the disco you know songs as well and it just oh no it just didn't fit it just wasn't the same show anymore and then they even changed the name of it to the osmond family show and i was just like what i mean and then Friday night's CBS moved Wonder Woman, starring the gorgeous Linda Carter, to Friday night, same time, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 Central. And I began to find myself watching Wonder Woman more and more. 
and Donnie Marie less and less. And I think the competition of Wonder Woman began to really dip, dip into their ratings. And so they moved the show to Sunday night and it was up against 60 Minutes. And that was really a bad idea because 60 Minutes is a very popular show. And so it really went through a lot of changes that hurt it. And then I think it just kind of burned itself out, to be honest. And variety shows were pretty much on their way out by that point anyway. And theirs was the last one still on network TV. And so I think the writing was just on the wall. And it was just, a you know, an issue of not only the, all the changes within the show, but the fact that the show itself had just, you know, the, the variety show genre was on its way out. It was pretty much over by that point. And so the last episode aired on May the 27th, 1979. But, um, you know, what happened to Jimmy Osmond? I, I had to look him up. And doing research for this, for this episode, I had to find out what happened to Jimmy. Jimmy Osmond is 60 years old now, which I was just like, wow. You know, he turned 60 back in April. And um, I was very surprised and saddened to find out that um, Jimmy's still working. He is the president of Osmond Entertainment, so he's still very active in the business, still active within the family business. Um, I was saddened to find out that he had two strokes in recent years. He had a stroke in 2004. And he had another stroke in 2018. I was very sad to hear about that because although, like I said, Jimmy annoyed me endlessly as a kid, I never had anything against him personally. And I wish him nothing but the very best because, um, you know, um, never disliked him. Um, he just, like I said, was just a little bit too out there for me. You know, he was just trying to do too much. <laughs> but uh I'm glad to hear that obviously he's doing well. And again, I wish him and I wish him and you know nothing but the best. As well as all the awesomes as a matter of fact. Now, in 1981, Fred Silverman had moved over to um NBC. He was president over there and he decided to give Marie a show of her own, simply titled Marie. The show ran for only 7 episodes during the 1981-8081 season. Um, I didn't even, I think I saw a couple of commercials for it or promos for it, but I was watching something else on another network, and so I never got to see it. It's probably on YouTube, maybe. I haven't checked, but it's a possibility. And then Dolly Marie, of course, they had their own talk show, uh, which ran for two seasons from 1998 to 2000. Marie was a panelist on The Talk, that CBS show, for a couple years, I believe. And of course, she also uh, is a spokeswoman for, I believe, um, Nutrisystem. And she and Donnie still perform in Las Vegas. You know, the Osmond family still very close-knit, still very tight. They both been married to their spouses for many years, both Donnie and Marie. And uh, yeah, they still perform in Las Vegas. I know when uh, we went to Las Vegas last time, uh, we saw that they were performing at the Flamingo. and. That brought back a lot of memories for us, um, you know, uh, watching it on Friday nights and, uh, you know, all the fun of, of, you know, all the guest stars. And like I said, just, you know, just, just the innocence of it all. It was a very innocent time, um, a time you can't really imagine, you know, in this day and age. 
Um, it just, I guess it's one of those cases where you just had to be there. And it definitely, like I said, fit into the 1970s very, very well. But uh, yeah, if you haven't seen Donnie Marie in a while, if you've never seen it at all, you can definitely head over to YouTube and check it out. See what you think and see what it's like to reconnect the show, to reconnect with the show now, to watch it now. Like I said, for me, watching it now in middle age, it's like being in a time capsule. And it's fun. I must admit, some of the stuff is corny. Some of the stuff is... All of it's not very funny. But a lot of it, most of it is very endearing. It's very sweet. And uh, very, 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 very nostalgic. So it's definitely worth a peek at, um, you know. So again, head over to YouTube and check it out. And, uh, you know... Head on into that time machine, because believe me, you turn on an episode of Donnie Marie, you're going to be in a time machine and back to the 70s in a matter of moments, guaranteed. And hopefully you will enjoy the journey like I do. And that's going to wrap up this episode of Two Sisters in a TV as we take a look back at Donnie and Marie. We have a brand new episode coming up next week as we stay in the 70s a little bit longer. And then we're going to take it back to the 60s and then back up to the 80s. We love to move around and jump around in this podcast. And um, that's one of the fun things about it, to jump from era to era, decade to decade, you know, and uh, keep it interesting. Thank you so much for your time today and for joining us. Don't forget to hit that follow button over on Spotify and head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and give us a review. And by the way, we do take requests. Uh, We received a question a few days ago. Uh, One of our followers was asking us, do you take requests? And yeah, we do. We do. So if there's an episode that you'd like us to do, a show you'd like us to cover, hit us up and let us know. We would love to get those ideas. We have a really long list of episodes that we're working on getting to. But uh, yeah, by all means, submit your requests to us, by all means. Um, some TV shows we are not able to do because we're not... This podcast, the authentic, it being authentic is very important to us both. We really like to cover TV shows that we have some kind of a knowledge of, and certainly a TV show that we have enjoyed watching, at least one of us, down through the years. I don't feel comfortable covering a TV show that I never liked, um, a TV show that I'm really not very familiar with. But then again, I mean, you never know. I mean... Jumping into doing a TV show that maybe I didn't care for or that we never watched or, you know, we are not familiar with, may, that's, again, submit your request because you never know. We might go ahead and want to do it anyway. So feel free to give us those requests and let us know what you would like to hear and we'll be happy to add it to the list. So again, thank you for joining us today and we'll see you on the next episode.